welcome to another episode of the Thinking Thick podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Amarise. And the other co-host, Lola. And bum, bum, bum. I'm Jansen. <laughs> Who we got a guy. officially declared himself as the token white guy oh on today's oh episode. We got a guy on the episode. We got a guy on the episode, not in real life. We, oh. we don't have men. We brought men into this space to speak. I need to stop talking. He hates himself right now. He's trying this to leave. Poor He's guy. Like, oh, this is awesome. Let's do it. Okay. So we had been talking for a while about how we wanted to pick the men's brain Mm -hmm. on dating and dating apps because it's confusing. You guys are confusing. I don't get you. And he's shaking his head yes. He's nodding his head yes. So he agrees. We also don't understand if it's fair. (laughs) (laughs) No one understands is probably going to be the main topic. But yeah, so... Tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. Which is probably fair as a disclaimer in general. Like once you hear where I come from, you'll probably be like, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. But um, (laughs) apologies. I did not prepare materials for this. If I say something stupid or without a lot of thought, it happens. Um, (laughs) Hope I don't offend anyone. That's not my intent. But no, I lived in Chicago for almost 10 years. I moved here after school. I grew up in a farm outside of a farm town in Ohio. Um, Went to school, got a degree in accounting. How exciting is that? Thrilling, um, thrilling riveting stuff. Um, and then came to Chicago and have been doing fi- uh, financial accounting and financial services professional um, consulting ever since. So that's backdrop. I've lived in Lincoln Park for a while. I live in Logan Square and have lived in Logan Square for a while now. So um, yeah, that's the short version. Cool. How did you get roped into this episode? How are you so willing to talk about these things? Uh, Why not dialogue about stuff, right? I feel like we live in an age where people don't talk to people talk at each other, not to each other anymore, which I think is kind of sad. And there's this weird stigma oftentimes around friends of mine that are doing the dating app thing versus others that were in relationships before apps were a thing. And you know, I think it's fine either way. Apps are how people are meeting people these days in the city. And I have many friends back home in Ohio that are like dating apps are ridiculous. And I'm like, yes, yes, correct. If you have a great way of meeting people and diverse situations wherever you are, but in the city, it's kind of how it's working. And, you know, I just started delving into that life of dating through online apps um, this past fall, instead, uh, probably this past summer in July. So um, I was like, heck, Let's talk about it. Why not? And you're in a relationship. So clearly he was successful. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I met, I met my girlfriend in September. So I did the apps um, through the summer. Through what um, app did you meet your girlfriend? We met through Hinge. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was on Bumble as well at the recommendation of some of my friends who encouraged me to put myself out there and stop working so much. Um, so I tried both. So you just mentioned something about a stigma. What's the stigma? What do you uh, think the stigma is? Um, you know, I think for people that are just like trying to find themselves and explore and do that kind of thing, it's very par for the course. Um, I don't think there's a stigma about it at all. People are just doing it. It's whatever. Um, 
I hear like jokes at weddings where people are like, and we met on Hinge and everyone laughs. And I was like, hold on a second. So it's fine to like socially do it as an experiment. But mm. if you're actually looking for a relationship, people yeah. are like, this is a little odd. Yeah. Um, okay. Like parents and grandparents are like, come again. Yeah. <laughs> you want to hang out with strangers that you met on an application. Yes. Um, so it, I think it also depends on who you're chatting with. But I mean, the stigma I would say is just that, you know, I personally never envisioned myself being a dating app person there's nothing wrong with it that's just not how i envision i'm a sociable guy i like going out i love trying new things and i love meeting people so you're always like i'll just meet somebody along the way right mm-hmm. um but then after a while like yeah we'll give it a shot so i guess like the stigma is more of like what i would place on it where i never envisioned myself going down this route not that i think there's a stigma i have for other people that do it mm-hmm. it just wasn't the way that i thought in my mind i would go about dating when i got around to that in the city but alas i did and here we are yeah, I feel like like a long time ago, dating app was not like for, when I was young, dating app was just like, don't do it. Like, this is weird. Like, you don't get into that. And as I've I don't know, grown older, it seems more and more like accepted. I think it was more of like the only ones you had when we were growing up was like Match.com and like eHarmony. So I think it was just kind of more targeted towards like older people who like maybe it's like their second, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. when I think match.com and I think eHarmony, I think of like 40 plus. And then once we started getting into, because when I first started online dating, it was like plenty of fish and okay Cupid. And then I went off of online dating because I was in a relationship. And then I come back. So me and Andrew started dating when I was like 24. And it was, we met through OkCupid. Mm-hmm. And then it was literally just Plenty of Fish and OkCupid. And then fast forward, like, three and a half years, I come back to dating, and it's, like, Tinder, Hinge, Bumble. People still kind of use OkCupid, but, like, not really. And yeah. it was just kind of, like, the target demographic, like, shifted. I never knew that dating apps existed. Well, not, not existed. Like, I didn't know about any of the dating apps that were out there until Hot or Not came out, which eventually like turned into tinder what's hot or not hot or not is the exact same thing as tinder (laughs) like hot is right um not is swiping left like there was an app before tinder that came out that was called hot or not that was exactly tinder but somehow like tinder went off the charts and then kicked out but would you be like would you be able to message them yes it literally is exactly like tinder but for some reason tinder blew up and then hot or not was not a thing but before those two apps, I had no idea what was out there for dating apps at all. But I just knew that it was like a weird thing to do it. And I remembered that because when I was in youth group, my youth leader met his wife through a dating app. And we were like, no, are you qualified to be a youth yeah, leader? Yeah, like, can you be a youth leader and go online dating? Like, it was just, it was just not a thing. And people like were weird about it, but yeah, it's a, it's a thing now for sure. And there's a million of them. There's yeah, Tinder, Bumble. There's one plenty for of everything. Fish. Yes, for there's every kind for of thing. everything. And I've been surprised talking. I traveled a lot around the U.S. for my consulting job. Um, and different cities, you almost need to consult people that are in the online dating scene in that oh, city yeah. to figure out if you're looking for X, Y, or Z which apps should I target? Really? Because like in some yes. cities, like that's a hookup app, but in other cities, that's where you're looking to meet people to date. Interesting. So it's important so, to like level set where you are with what you're looking for. And then that will drive 
which application I you're more that. likely yeah. to use. So no this um, <clears throat> like YouTube blogger that I follow talks about all the time how like East Coast is Hinge. Like that's mm-hmm. the app that they use. Like, that's for, for what? For like dating, for like dating, dating. Like, like if you're actually dating. looking to like date someone, it's Hinge. And like she's in New York. So she's like, it's off a hinge. Like no one uses Bumble. Like no one uses Tinder. So I think it just like depends on like, I, I totally agree. It's like where you, where you're at. I had no idea. So There's no user manual for this too. So you're <laughs> kind of at the mercy of guess yeah. and check and what information you can yeah. crowdsource wherever it is that you are for whatever it is that you want, which I think adds to some of the complexity. But if you have friends that you trust as like, that's the way that, yep. that are already doing it. And you're like, all right, what's the skinny? What should I be doing here? If what's I'm the what? Players, what's the, the skinny? skinny? Have you ever heard that phrase? What's the no. skinny? It's like the short abbreviated version. Of what? Uh, like, I don't know. Like I don't know. We all get news the skinny way these days, right? Like no one's reading full oh, articles. We're just reading bullet points. Okay. I've never heard it referred like that. Wow. Idioms with Jansen. Yeah, I'm also 85 on the inside, so I apologize <laughs> for some of the phrases that I use. And mom, if you're listening, yes, I use some of them incorrectly. I apologize. So what dating, so you tried Bumble and Hinge. Mm-hmm. Did you ever go on Tinder? No, I did not. No. Keep them in. Rare. Wholesome. I saw like a little halo <laughs> pop on top oh, of dear. his head right now. Oh, dear. <laughs> okay, so which one did you like better? I liked Hinge better, I would say. Solely because, you know, backstory, I was interested in actually dating when I got on the apps, not just like feeling things out and getting a gauge for, you know, what the applications were like. I was like, no, I would like to go on some dates and meet some people and, and see what, you know, try and be productive in my free time from work. Because I worked a lot and was like, well, I, I should probably start pursuing this at some point. So I wasn't like, hey, let's chat for 14 weeks and then maybe go on a date. I was like, if you're interested, if I'm interested... What's the harm in one drink? We, if it's great, great. If it's not, not. Um, and I found that for whatever reason, folks that were on Hinge, in my experience, were more, yeah, cool. Let's meet up and grab a drink rather than either kind of pursuing longer conversations or, you know, just kind of falling off the face, I think, which happens. Like life gets busy. It happened to me. You know, you have availability and then you have a week where you work 80 hours that week and all of a sudden you don't open anything for a week and you know you get behind or or whatnot you're not trying to you know not respond but sometimes that happens but for whatever reason hinge was where people were more able to like yeah i'm free on thursday let's get a drink mm-hmm. um or yeah let's go do xyz you know whatever the activity or whatnot so i just found it to be like more efficient i guess there's plenty of information i would say out on both to be like yeah they're interesting let's give it a shot but i don't know i don't know that other than that i don't know that i have a strong preference one way or the other some I've been told that some by some of my friends that are women that are on the apps that they feel a little bit more empowered on Bumble, um, which is cool. Like if, if they prefer to be the one that initiates, then great. There's a lot of weirdos out there. I appreciate that. I drive for Uber and Lyft sometimes on the side now, and there's some weirdos out there. Bumble so like gave I, me anxiety. So I get it. Yeah. Whatever, I whatever you're comfortable with. Now, now I don't mind it as much, and I told you I like it better than Hinge. Pronouncing Bumble? Right. Yes. You've never once told me that. I have. No, I would have argued. Sure, I'm pretty sure it's on an episode. No, no, I've listened to the but, episodes. Um, so okay, You've well, I'm letting you know now again that I do like it better. But at first, it was just like I was like I hate it because remember I told you I'm like I will not message first. Like that's no. what you said on the last episode, the episode we did. 
but that was like a while ago. Okay, keep going. Anyways, so <laughs> now like at first like I hated it. I'm like I because we would match, but like I don't message them right away. Yeah, I would keep like swiping. And then I forget about it. And like, I don't go on the app for a couple of days and I come back and then all my matches are expired. And I'm like, well, shit. Okay. Yeah. Um, but now I figured out a good system. Oh, where like, it? I'll swipe for like a little bit. And then like, whoever I match with, I like will message them at the end when I'm done swiping. And then I don't swipe again until those matches expire. Or ah, we start talking. Okay. Inter- <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But, so, okay, question. What was going through your mind when you were making your profiles? And did you upload a picture of you fishing? I had no fishing photos. I'm proud um, of you. Okay. Caveat. We'll get back to this. Why are there so many photos of men in mirrors at gyms and in you their bathrooms? You have no idea. Why is you, that a thing? I don't know. I don't. Know, I, don't, I have like, no idea. I can swipe. When we what? have this conversation, let me open my apps and I guarantee I you. I was blown away when some of my friends that are women that are out on these platforms were showing me their profiles. Like, guys, it is not hard to be normal. And if, to that's, be normal. if that's the only interesting thing you've got going, we need to work on hobbies for men in Chicago because like, I get it. Going to the gym is great. I like to jog. We all have our hobbies, but like, <laughs> did you have someone take a picture of you? No, <laughs> no, Running marathon. no. Okay. So, bathroom. Why the bathroom <laughs> selfie? Do we not have friends? Do you not do things with other people? <laughs> No, the bathroom selfie is a real thing. It Fishing shouldn't be. A and the real fish. Thing. I'm going to find a fish. Give me like two minutes. I didn't know that fishing should be <laughs> She's included. on her dating app right now. Looking I'm on for... Bumble right now looking for a no, fish. It's definitely. <laughs> what was the second question? Second question you asked him. What went through your mind when you were uploading? Yes. Like when you were making your profile? Like you're like, okay, because you said that you went on it with the intention of dating, right? Mm-hmm. So obviously you want to put yourself out in like a good light you're like trying to attract someone right or right? maybe not we don't know or do you not care <laughs> or are you just like this picture right here my double chin yeah some guys go. they don't <laughs> that's the picture i mean i think think of it like a very very i thought of it like a very expedited version of interviewing like your profile is your resume and it shouldn't say everything about you, but it should let somebody know whether or not it's reasonable that they should try and connect with you to learn more. So but when I was putting together mine, I was like, okay, what photos that do I have? Or, you know, I didn't go out and take any photos. I was like, ah, what photos do I have available um, that I think are fun stories or I think are in, are good memories for me that, because people ask you what's on your resume, starters? right? Yeah. Okay. But like not on an elephant, right? <laughs> like, you know, people getting photos. So what kind of pictures did you have? Oh gosh. I don't even remember at this point. Fish. Fish. I think I have yeah. one. Oh, okay. um, I don't even remember. Probably like I enjoy the outdoors. So I'm sure I had some of me. Did he just say not Amazing. on an elephant? He said not, <laughs> not on like, an elephant. He's like, not an elephant. Yeah. And I, I thought well, there was that one photo where everyone had, you know, the elephants with the painted, like, knows there was a period of time where every woman in Chicago had a photo. I think, is it in Thailand or whatever? Thailand. This is very popular Thailand, to get a photo with them. Yeah. So I was like, everyone's going to Thailand. The flights must be cheap. Huh. Um, but anyway, just what are things, and you know, I, I don't 
don't think I had any running ones. I think I had one with a friend of mine after a run that we did. So we were just in t-shirts and hats, but mm. um, I don't know, just like pick prompts you think are interesting. Take a couple photos that make you look normal. Like we're, we're not looking to redefine, like if people are lusting after you and that's the only reason they would click on you, that's probably not going to work out in the long term. Right. Anyway, yeah. it's like, we don't need to see your eight pack on here right yeah. if you do have one or I was like, like do you have one? i don't right if you did would you show it off on no bumble or hinge absolutely not okay i keep my shirt on when i run 100 percent of the time regardless <laughs> of fitness level regardless <laughs> what are some like profiles that you've seen of girls that you're like okay this is not great nothing and i think it's your personality too like there'll be some profiles where i love wine i like going out it's great if every single photo is of you at a club, I'm excellent at hanging out until 1130 and I'm tired. I want to go to bed. <laughs> so it's like, but if you want to go running at 530 in the morning, I'll be there. Mm-hmm. So it's like if every single one of your photos is you with a vodka and something, mm-hmm. you know, I'm probably like, eh, we may just be interested in different things. So if, I mean, your profile, if everything in your profile says the same thing, I'll assume that that's incredibly important to you. And if that's probably not one of my things, then even if I think you're cute, I would probably not, you know, match there because I don't want to waste your time because it appears that you're interested in something that is not one of my hobbies. For sure. But if you have some diversity in your photos, like one at the club, you know, one at the beach and one, you know, whatever, and you have some like diversity in what prompts you've chosen to select um and how you've answered them like oh okay they're into some different things like i may not understand what all of them are from the photos but it leads me to believe that like i want to learn more like Mm -hmm. there could be some level of interesting thing that we have in common or you could expose me to something that i don't know which is incredibly cool so so you feel like you can learn from that person if you see that there's diversity in the photos and like i mean if there's diversity in the photos then i would assume that there's something to learn for sure, but not that there's nothing to learn from somebody that has a lot of consistency in the photos. It's just, if I'm also interested in that consistency, then cool, I would match that. But if I'm not interested in that consistency, or at least what I think they're trying to portray to that consistency, then I'm like, I don't want to waste your time. So maybe not. Like mm-hmm. there's a limited number of hours. There's a limited number of nights during the week. You don't do first dates on Friday nights and Saturday nights. So there's only so many days you, you don't no i don't want to take up somebody's friday or saturday night well it's interesting matthew hussey said the same thing you don't do a like, date on a friday or that's saturday not a night? first date what? yeah like a second or third or fourth <laughs> sure but like on a first date i would assume like you've I... got girlfriends you've got guy friends you've got plans i've got no friends apparently oh my god like what if it what if after one drink i ask you out you're not feeling it that's and exactly. you've come all the way into town or you've come all the way over here and you'd normally hang out. Your friends are all over there. I've shot your I entire Friday night. No, you haven't. I, I make myself go back. That's well, the thing I I've heard. About that. I've heard well, that like you don't get like on a first date, you don't want to give somebody like your best time. Like the oh. time that you would be spending time with like really close friends or you don't want to give them like, yeah. The so best. like Tuesday, two o'clock work or yeah. Quick lunch. Like in between quick lunch, that's yeah. Tough. Well, I mean, that's a po- that's a possibility, but like you don't want to give somebody like all of your Friday night or all of Saturday where you could be hanging out. I, think I was like Tuesday through Thursday night for a drink was probably more par for the course for me. Really? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. yeah. Sundays people are getting their life together. Everyone hates Mondays, so. <laughs> 
Hmm. I mean, I would do it, but I've also heard his side of like, you don't want to do a fire. Yeah, I wouldn't suggest it. But if they were like, hey, but I'm free Friday, I'm like, okay, cool. But I just wouldn't leave with it. I would offer a non-major day. A non-committal day. I don't know that it's non-committal. It's just trying to respect that most people have plans with their core people those days. Okay. And I'm a stranger at this point, so I don't want to take your core people time. Yeah. I've never heard that. Wow. Maybe I'm crazy. It happens. Well, clearly, like, it's a thing. Because, like, you've heard about it. I just, I don't know. I I wouldn't have thought of that if I were to offer times, but no, I've definitely heard that. This is also helpful, real, like, this group collective realization, because then the concept of overthinking things is hilarious because you had never heard that. And you're like, oh yeah, total rule. So like, I was just like over here being like, anytime. Yeah. Okay. So what's rules to one person may not be rules to someone else. I mean, that's one of the difficult things about actually connecting with people is someone does something you're like, whoa, that means they're a serial killer. Probably not. But, like, you just don't know, like, they don't know the same rules that you do. Or, like, in your right. circle of friends, this is a huge no-no. But in their circle mm-hmm. of friends, it's very normal. So it's kind of adds to the complexity of navigating this thing when there are no set rules. There is no set app in, like, nationally for this, that, or the other thing. Like, I'm not sure. I can envision that even within, like, um, whether it be, like, I don't know, like, doctors do it this way, like, folks that are in like professional services do it this way like teachers tend to default this way like i can envision there'd be all these different almost like clicks of how to use and what's normal within that mm-hmm. so it's kind of hard to figure out how to not you kind of have to just be okay at some point being like yeah that's not how i would have done it but like okay like they seem neat enough like we'll just go for a drink and see what happens like mm-hmm. if you're just waiting for like they have to check these nine things off or they did this one thing that I was like, what does that mean? And so now I won't go out with them. You probably won't have that much success. You kind of have to take a little bit of a risk here. For there. Sure. For sure. Be like, yeah, I wouldn't have suggested a Friday night, but maybe that's cool. So, okay. Yeah. My mind is blown. So <laughs> really trying to process this whole thing. Like just it does not have to be a rule for you, Amaris. <laughs> I was like, it's just I've a just rule been heard. doing it wrong this whole time. Oh, oh my gosh. On. No. But um, okay, so when you were on these apps, what was something that immediately made you go, nope? Like that's it. Smokers. Deal breakers for you? Deal breakers. Okay. Yeah. I'm kind of that way too. I I feel that. But you read like okay question because like the the whole thing with dating apps is it's like it's quick right like do you stop at every profile and read or are you like no cute not cute i don't care wouldn't give the time of day damn yeah that's (laughs) tough crowd um no i mean i think i mean we all do it like i've gone on like the app and i'm like this guy's really ugly no i'm sorry there's a level of attraction and sometimes I love this because it doesn't make sense. Like some, some of my friends like, oh my gosh, she's so cute. I'm like, not my type, you know? So like there's <laughs> no, rhyme, there's no the rhyme or reason sometimes as to why. And like, <laughs> we won't say names, but like one of my friends is like, this is so my type. I'm like, you've said that about four girls that you've showed me pictures of in the last week and none of them have anything in common. Really? <laughs> I have no idea That's how we got That's so here. funny. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think physical attraction alone is not going to get you there. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, you want to be physically attracted to the person that, you know, you want to date. Like, that's a normal relational thing, in my opinion. Sure. Um, but what physical attraction means to different people is very different. 
Um, so for but, you, it's smoking is not. So for me, yeah, that's one of those things that like intellectually we can really be there, but like, man, smoking is just so hard for me. I'm like coughing the whole time and trying not to cough. So I just feel like an idiot. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so to your question, sure. Like what folks look like in their photos, I think matters for sure. As far as like, am I attracted to them or not? But also there's a lot more to it. An like a person you're incredibly attracted to that you have no, that you don't find interesting or that you don't feel like you have a lot, not necessarily in common, but like what they're passionate about, you're very cool learning more about, or you're passionate about the same things. I think physical attraction alone is not the basis for a healthy long-term relationship. So like just doing it on that alone, like I'm just going to buy a lot of drinks and realize, oh man, after five minutes, like, mm, no, nah. we're probably like, I'm not that interested in what you're interested in for whatever reason probably not going to do a second date. I don't have a lot. I didn't have a lot of time. So I was like, I'm not trying to do dates four days a week with every girl that I think is cute right? or whatever. So um, yeah, I think you have to go through and spend more than four seconds. Um, it can be relatively quick. Like, Oh, I don't think I'm attracted to them and you don't spend a ton of time there, but just like, she's a babe. Yes. I'm super interested in how she looks. Yes. Like I would say it's more thoughtful if you actually want to meet people to spend, you know, maybe it's five or 10 seconds, at least then going to some of the prompts and being like, oh, interesting, cool. It doesn't take a lot, but maybe just more than just the physical would be nice. Yeah, I read the bios. I don't- I read the bios too, but like there's just sometimes where like, I just kind of know like off the bat that I'm like, no. That's okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So like, has it ever been where like, you're like, okay, kind of maybe, uh, not my type, quote unquote. And then you like read the bios and you're like, yes, definite. Yes. Like I want to know more about them. Yeah. Okay. I think that happens for sure. And also like, I think it, it's tough in that instance because you're trying to, you know, you'll talk to, oh God, like you're going back and talking to your grandma and grandpa. Right. And your grandpa was like, I fell in love with her the moment that I saw her. She was an angel. And your grandma's like, yeah, I learned to fall in love with him because I cared about <laughs> these things. They were cuter boys, but yeah, she started oh loving God. him and last it's Wednesday. Like, <laughs> yeah, so it's like part of it is, yeah, like the apps make it kind of tricky for that type of thing to occur. Mm -hmm. If you're solely like looks are one, blah, blah, blah is two. If your criteria starts with looks, it's kind of hard to have that progression. Um, but if your criteria starts with looks and that's like far and above number one and number two is way down on the list yeah. then i doubt that you're really in a place where for you're sure. looking for a serious long-term relationship and that's okay but it's more about like expectation level setting at that point for yourself and for everyone else mm -hmm. which can be hard and why i think ghosting is so prevalent probably is because folks have different expectations of what it is and no one openly talks about those expectations on a repeated basis so then it's kind of hard to navigate like, are they ghosting me? Are they just not interested? Do they get busy and deprioritize dating altogether? Or are they actively still dating and they're just ignoring me? Right. You know, like not communicating that. Yeah. For sure. So let's talk about ghosting. Oh dear. That was <laughs> done it. <laughs> you know, I think if I'm being very honest, there's probably a few people that I would admit like, yeah, I just walked away from that. But I think if I'm being very honest, there are probably people that think that I ghosted them that I was not intending to ghost hmm. um, like folks because it's really not an environment of closure 
right? Right. It's an environment of if there's appetite for more, it's very easy to keep that more going. But, you know, there have been, and I was chastised by one of my friends, like, how was, you know, they knew I was on a date the night before, like, how'd it go? I was like, oh, it was fine. Where'd you go? We went to this place. How'd it go? Well, we had two or three rounds and um, within like 15 minutes, I was like, ah, I don't really think that I'm into this as a relationship thing, but you're a very interesting person. So then, you know, we spent a lot of time diving into some of her hobbies and interests that I thought were cool. I thought it was very apparent at the end that I was like, this was really great. Thanks for your time. Cool. And they're like, did you actually tell her that you weren't interested in another date? I was like, no, I think you're like, we mutually understood that the way the conversation ended. And they're like, maybe not. And I was like, ooh, I, she might think that I was ghosting her. Whereas I thought it was pretty straightforward that this was a cool exchange, but not like a relationship thing. And then I never formally closed the gap because I thought we were both there. And then my friend brought up this question later on, like, are you sure that you're both there? And I was like, oh. So did she ever say anything to you then or did she contact you? No. Um, so there wasn't any dialogue afterwards through the app. Um, so I guess I don't know. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, you don't want to frustrate or cause any pain to anyone else through that. But I'm not sure. I mean, I guess for me, it was always if I ask for your number or get your number as part of the first date, then obviously let's keep the conversation going. I wasn't really one to ask for a woman's number before we met because right. what if she's not comfortable giving you your number, her number, she, you're a stranger, right? Um, and there are weird people out there. I get it. So that was kind of a, a cue for me where if things were going great, I would either immediately reach out through the application after that, or hopefully have gotten your number during that exchange um, or plan something out. Uh, I'm a huge, if it's not on the calendar, it's not going to get done. So realistically, if you want to do something cool, let's get it on the calendar or I'll send you a couple dates um, and we'll see if one of them works. Like you don't say that unless you're wanting to go on a second date. And as a guy, if you want to go on a second date, I feel like it's my responsibility to put that out there. So yeah, I guess my default when I was early into the, the dating process through the apps was if you don't set up a, a second date on the fly, or at least say, Hey, I'd love to do this again. Can we set up a second date? Even if you work the logistics later, if you don't say that then, then I would go with the working assumption that either they were incredibly nervous and didn't ask. And in which case they will ask soon. Right. Or they're probably not interested in a second date mm -hmm. would be like my lens coming into it. But I don't know if that's how it's always received. So I'd be interested in some feedback from the two of you on kind of what you think the expectation of that is. I never thought about it. I think that's smart to be like, I'm not going to ask for your number until we have a date. And then after that, if I ask for your number, if I ask for your number, that means that, you know, I want to do this again. Or saying at the end of the date, like, hey, I really enjoyed myself. Like, I'd like to do this again. I feel like that is a cue that I've always known. But I also don't think I would assume that if you didn't say that by the end of the night, that um, you didn't want to go out again. Although that, I guess that's never really happened to me. So, hmm. but yeah, I like that idea of not giving the number until you've actually gone on the date. I think that's, that's smart. But yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like if I try to reach out again and if they don't 
say anything, that's a definition of ghosting, not necessarily the scenario that you described where you didn't say anything afterwards and she didn't say anything afterwards. Yeah, I don't feel like what you described is ghosting at all. I kind of like take it as just like you guys weren't interested. Like had she like reached out to you again and then like you hadn't responded, then that's that's ghosting. But like what you described, like, I think that is an interesting concept, like not giving your number until like the second date. Like Mm -hmm. it doesn't work for me either way because I never check my app. So I'm always like, hey, do you just want to Snapchat? Because I communicate better through Snapchat. (laughs) Yeah, with you. I do. I do. I don't do do. Snapchat. I'm like, (laughs) I hold on. She's on a different wavelength than me. Like I will show you like my Snapchat, like this guy I've been like talking to, like, like, and I have like, I don't care. Like I will save all of our conversations. Because I have never because work texts me a lot. I see. And a lot of the times I will not respond to texts just because like I'm in this mindset of like work. Even like Mm. a friend that I work with, like I've told him I'm like, text me about work, but like if it's like something like else, like I'll honestly just answer you through Snapchat. And the guy that, like, I'm kind of seeing, like, we were talking about that. He's like, once we moved over the conversation from text to Snapchat, he's like, you got, like, 10 times better at replying. And he's like, so we could just keep it there. I'm like, perfect. Works for me. I'm down. But so, like, I'll, like, if I want to talk to you on the app, I'll be like, do you want a Snapchat? And then, like, it's just conversations. Like, I'll rarely, like, send pictures. It's just conversations. You just say, do you want a Snapchat? Or you're like, do you want a Snapchat? That's, I'm a better communicator that way. Do you want a Snapchat? Like, okay, so because saying so, you want a Snapchat means different things to different people. <laughs> so I'm just wow, saying, maybe it might be helpful if you're like, okay. hey, do you want a Snapchat? Because that's how I'm better at that I than kinda, texting or the app. Kind of be like, okay, so yeah. she's not weird. No, so like that could be interpreted. The way it is, like if I don't, unsolic- I'm not going to send you an unsolicited dick pic. Well, no, but, women <laughs> usually don't do that. That's a guy yeah. problem. But um, so it'll be like, hey, like let's say like we're messaging, right? And I haven't been on the app in like two days. Like I will tell you, be like, hey, I'm so sorry. I rarely check the apps. I'm like, I'm better if you want to like Snapchat or something. That makes That's sense. Fine. And then that like I'll sense. tell them. Yeah. Um, so it's not just like, hey, <laughs> what up? Snapchat. Give me your Snapchat. The back of your head looks ridiculous. But um, hate. No. so like, but. Yeah, so, like, that part wouldn't really work for me because I'm, like, I could give you my number. I'm not going to answer either way. Like, but that's the way I do it is if I want to, like, I need to know within the tw- first 24 hours. It's like a crime show, I guess. Oh, my God. With the first 24 hours. <laughs> They're critical. Savage. Yeah. They're critical. If, like, <laughs> after that, I was just, like, like, I'm, like, I lose interest. I don't really care because now I feel like you don't have interest. So, yeah, we're an ADD society, right? Like, yeah. everything has to be now or it's gone. Yeah. Like, to some point. But, like, also, like, if I if I go on a date and I'm having, like, the best time ever, I want to see you again. And, like, I want to see you again, like, fairly quickly or at least throughout the idea that I want to see you again. Mm-hmm. So, like, at the end of the night, if, like, I do it, like, maybe I do it, like, as soon as I get to my car or, like, I'll do it, like, when I get home. But be like, hey, like thank you so much for dinner or like, thank you so much for like the drink. I had a really nice time. Would you be down to do like to meet up again? Like Mm -hmm. something like that. And like, if a guy doesn't send me like something along those lines within the first 24 hours, I'm like, okay, like I'm fine. You take that as a no. I take that as a no. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want to hear from you a week later. Who are you? 
New number, who's this? Who, who? Who, who this? Yeah, new number, who's this? Like, yeah, like I just don't want, like, because, like, in my mind, and, like, I understand what you're saying, that, like, people are busy. No one's that busy. No one if, is ever. If you're looking for a committed relationship. Yes. Mutual. And you like each other, right? Correct. No one's ever that busy. Correct. If you're interested, Correct. you could text me somebody... from the freaking toilet. like. Or you could just say, hey, I'm really busy right now. I enjoy my time. Like, let... I look forward to seeing you again for like, sure. sometime or like stuff like that. But like, I need to know like on some level because like I'm fucking busy. Like I work a lot. Like I have two jobs. I have like my friends I want to see. Like I have stuff I want to do. But like, if I like you, I'm gonna make time to communicate. Right? You will always make the time. Hundred percent. And I'm and gonna I think make that brings up a, a very cool, or not cool, like a very important point, at least in my perspective about the dating apps is like the fact that they work at all. In my opinion, is kind of amazing because not only is it a complete crapshoot personality wise like yeah. looks wise interest wise hobbies wise age like basic things sure um but personality is so critically important and you get none of that through well maybe some hints but no real like are they extroverted are they introverted are they you know all these different things that you know make some people comfortable and not right but also it's like are we at the same not only are all of those things aligned but are we at the same place where we're kind of looking for the same ish thing or are we close enough in that where one person can flex to where the other person feels yeah. comfortable? Like you're a little bit ahead of maybe where I thought like, you're like, I want a really serious relationship now. And I was thinking maybe a year from now, but I'm willing to flex to that or the other way. Like, I think you're really cool. I'd love to progress this more, but you're a little more pause. So I will also pull back. It's quite yeah. a massive crapshoot to try and get all of those things together yeah. through an app. So it could be that like, yeah, you're compatible. Yeah, say we were on a date. You had a great time. I had a great time. You're looking for a serious relationship now. I'm just towing into that space. And I'd be like, if I'm in a serious relationship in three within the next three years, that's great. And work blows up. Of course, one can assume that many people would say work over something that I'm not looking to invest a lot of time in now, even with all things being fun and positive and good. Whereas if you're like, no, a relationship is higher on my list of priorities than yeah. my job, then you'll make the time for that, whereas somebody else wouldn't. And it's, you know, it's hard to find all of those things at the same time. Yeah, it's like finding the right timing. And I saw like this one quote and I was like, that's so true. And it's like super corny, but it's just like, how lucky do you <clears throat> people have to be to fall for each other at exactly the right time mm -hmm. and at the same time? Mm -hmm. So like, I totally agree with that. Cause like, kind of like what you just described, like that's where I am right now. It's just like, I know I want a relationship, but, like, I'm always the type of person that are, like, I'm in. Like, once I'm in, like, I'm full on in and, like, I'll make time for you. Like, I'll do that. And I understand that not everyone is like that. So sometimes, like, if you do like someone and, like, they're like, hey, like, this is a possibility for me. Like, I'm totally into it, but, like, I'm just not, like, at that level yet. Like, it's just kind of like, well, okay, now it's my decision where I know where this person stands if I go along with it. Like, not go along with it, but, like if I will pull back a little bit, kind of like how you said, to see what this could be, or just like, you know what? No, I need someone that's like at there at this moment. Mm -hmm. yeah. A lot of that conversation is good and healthy, but hard because it runs the risk of putting people on their heels. And it's a hard conversation if it doesn't go well, or people come to a conclusion during that where, you know, ah, shoot, maybe this isn't a thing, unfortunately. Yeah. I think a lot of times, and I'm gonna, myself included, 
nobody wants to have those hard conversations, right? Like, especially in person, which is the best way to have them. So, um, you know, as a result of that, I think a lot of people like retract and they just give up or move on or allow other things to fill that space, um, which is why you have this like prevalence of people complaining at bars to their friends about being ghosted or blah, blah, blah. Or like this person's super clingy or this person's super ghosty or, you know, whatever. You're either one or the other. Apparently you can't be in the middle. Ghosty, you're I like that. Or you're super ghosty, ghosty. Like whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, it's kind of a crapshoot, um, but it works. But it works. There's great people out there. So it's that was going to be a... my next question. Like, do you think dating apps help dating, or mm. does it hurt? Do you think it? <clears throat> oh, it's a combination a... of both. Yeah. yeah, of course, it's a combination of both. Like, <laughs> to be honest, my opinion on it kind of flexes. Last night, it was Saturday night. I was out. Um, I do Uber and Lyft on the side, and. I would, there's three different groups of guys that got in the back of my car that had been probably day drinking or whatever. They'd had enough that they felt very comfortable saying what they thought to the whole car, myself included. And I was like, you guys are pigs. This is terrible. Oh, no. Like, I hope these girls don't hang out with you. You're a monster. What'd they say? <laughs> it's like fairly misogynistic for my like level of comfort, I would say. Um, a lot that. more of like the concept of women are objects for entertainment rather than like this is a relationship piece like oh like this is a night we're gonna slay yada 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 i'm like gotcha. barf. okay far um, but it's like i would say like yeah of course there are great people out there that are like this is the way millennials meet people like unless your friends are setting you up on dates regularly i mean this is the platform that people are now comfortable meeting new people that are exploring relationships. So in that regard, it's a medium that's socially accepted to do that. The expectation is that a lot of people are doing that, but at the same time, there's always someone trying to game whatever, because many people inherently are very selfish, right? So like, yeah, it's kind of, of course there's good things out there, but also it's kind of like, man, I hope those, like those guys are definitely on the apps. They're horrible. So it's like, um, I don't know. I guess I go, I waffle on it a little bit. I go back and forth, mm-hmm. um, on whether I think it's like a great thing or just like a necessary evil mm-hmm. <laughs> of being a millennial and being in an urban environment looking for relationships. But, um, but also like I met my girlfriend on there and she's marvelous. So what do you think about what dating apps? Do you feel like it's helping or is it hurting um, dating? I feel like it's a combination of both. I think that it helps a little bit because it just gives you like this idea of like I have more access to meet more people so because approaching people in person sometimes can be tricky and it can be like not everyone is comfortable doing that like I'm not like super super comfortable approaching someone like at a bar or like if we're out or like something like that like maybe mild conversation but like and I'm also not good at like picking up cues so, like, I don't know if someone's trying to talk to me. Like, I have no idea. Apparently, I'm socially inept. But um, <laughs> so for me, like, I think that's easier because it's just like, you know, like, if someone's talking to you on, an 80, uh, on a dating app, at some level, they're interested. Right. Whether, like, they like your right. bio, whether they think you're cute. Like, you already know that. You don't have to question that. Mm-hmm. Now you just have to question, like, what are they looking for? Like, what are, like, their intents kind of. And then, like, along with everything else that he said, like, are you guys on the same page? Right. And like being on the same page for me is like super important. And people lie. Like the guy I was talking to, she's just like, oh, like 
I don't want a relationship right now. But I'm like, in my head, I'm like, I would have swiped right on you if your profile said you didn't want a relationship. So yeah, then, dude, just be honest about what you want is the thing. And like, well, if you're afraid to say like, I just want to hook up, then don't be on a platform where people are not in the majority looking to hook up. Like yeah. there are platforms for that. Yeah, If you want to hook up, go back to Tinder. Yeah, it's the like, Alpha Bumble. So it's kind of will do that. Yeah, you just like girls. you can't expect to have positive outcomes on either side unless you have a semblance of like baseline trust that people are being genuinely or generally honest right. with yeah. the majority of the stuff that's out there. So you know, I hear guys complaining about like you know people are posting photos that look nothing like them in real life. I'm or, so scared that that's going to be me. Like or, for some reason, I have this like irrational fear that I post pictures of myself on dating apps that don't look like me. Well, yeah, but it's just like another example, right? It's just visually being misleading versus being misleading in words. Like mm -hmm. if people That's are true. being, hey, let's put all of our cards out there. And to be honest, like I would rather have rejection up front by not matching with people and be matched with people that actually are attracted to something that is real about me rather than pretending to be something right. that I'm not to get more volume, to give me more options. Yeah. Cause I'm not looking for 40 dates being a little bit misleading. I'd rather have like seven dates and like, Hey everyone, like this is me. Not like take it or leave it, but mm -hmm. like, this is me now. Not this is me who I always it. have to be, but like, mm -hmm. let's at least put our cards out on the table and be honest with each other. Cause for if sure. you can't be honest now, how do we expect to have a healthy relationship when honesty is critical when you're actually in a real relationship? Yeah. It yeah. just doesn't make sense. No, mm -hmm. I agree. And like for that, I was just like, okay, like thrown off because I know I wouldn't have swiped right on you. And then like later on in the conversation, like he like said something about kids and he's like, oh, like, hell no, like I never want kids. And I was like, okay now like i went to his profile and i'm like okay 100 percent. like i'm like your profile says you're looking for a relationship and you want kids so like, like what is the did yeah. you tell him that no i didn't oh my god but um <laughs> no it was just like like that's my thing it's just like you can't there's always gonna be someone that is looking for the same thing that you're looking for if you just want to hook up you can find that you can find people that just want to hook up you don't need to fuck with someone's head that actually wants a relationship. And I'm sure you can find that easily too. Like it's probably it's not more easily than, than finding, finding someone, someone that who wants actually a wants a relationship. Hundred percent. So, so I don't I don't understand that either. Why you would say you want a relationship with kids when you want to hook up when that's easier than yeah. So strange. And a question for you, sir. Oh man. boy. Oh man. man. Again, like, man I do not speak here. for all men. Just to be clear. No, you don't. Go because ahead. like you're like bringing up ideas. So oh, like. No. We, we had talked to, like, someone else about being on the show, and, like, your views are completely different than his views. So, like, obviously, every single person yeah. has, you know, like, their own point of views and mm -hmm. stuff. But I was listening to a different podcast, and they were talking about this idea of, like, people that, like, just hover. And he was, like, the guy, the agnostic guy, like, he was a hover. So, it's, like, there's no intention of actually meeting but like you always kind of keep a connection there. Remember how Red I told coming? you? Is that Is what it's that? called? Yeah, where you're like leave a little bit of interest to draw somebody in, but you don't really intend to like do something with that. Yeah. It's called bread coming in. What's up with that? <laughs> wow. Um, I mean, that that sounds like <laughs> maybe a few things. I'm an accountant if we remember. So let's level set this response. <laughs> um not professionally trained to analyze this but like it, my first reaction is that selfishness right like um or there's an appetite for like being wanted or feeling wanted um 
like there's a chemical release, right? Like there's that joy when you feel appreciated and wanted in a relationship when you were a kid in school and the teacher called on you and you got it right. Like you feel that like good thing. Like we do it with our phones all the time. Like dopamine. Hope hundred yeah. percent. Like you're just nailed with like, I got a text. I got a ping. Yeah. I Someone this game. My Someone like my picture. Right. Like you have all of these things that chemically feel really good and it creates almost like this high. I'm a runner. So like the runner's high almost is what I equate it to because I understand it a little bit better. Um, so, you know, that could be a thing that is that individual's using to achieve that. Mm. But trying to achieve that, I would argue, in a vacuum without the other person appreciating that that's what you're doing is, a, is selfishness, right? Like you're using that interaction, not for their mutual gain at all, but solely for your own personal benefit. Um, without communicating to them that that's all that your expectation for this interaction is. So I would be like, boy, bye. Like, no thanks. Um, well, you heard it here. Bo bye. Bo bye. <laughs> boy, bye. Did I say bo bye? <laughs> no, ah, I said bo bye. Oh, I see. You said boy, bye. Boy, bye. <laughs> there we go. Enunciate. Yeah, there's not enough hours in the day to like put up with some of the junk that's out there. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think that's a, a license to be rude and harsh to people, but also at the same time, it's like, and I also think side tangent that in the society that we're in today, people are so easily able to surround themselves with people that think the same thing as them that yeah. you don't really have to Chal yeah. talk to people that disagree with you. So we're losing that ability to debate yeah. with our friends and still be friends. So then if they don't believe the same thing as you, yeah. your enemies, not friends that just have different viewpoints Ooh. aside, but you know, back to this, like they may disagree with you, but I mean, like, I'm not saying that you just run away from everything that isn't quick and easy and fulfilling, but if some, if people are just being selfish and you're finding yourself focusing on that and it's not giving you life and there's no re meaningful relationship capital there that you feel mm -hmm. like is worth investing in, then bye. Like, and no hard feelings. See you later. Never. He's throwing up a peace sign, yeah. by the way. Out giving the you door. a good visual. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I agree with that. And I think that was like a very good point. And like, me and my friends actually used to like take little mini road trips all the time and we would pull up a list of political topics and we would take turns oh, no. going around and telling each other our opinion. Oh my god. And we had some very that interesting sounds like conversations. <laughs> it was some of the best conversations that we've like ever had. Politics? Yeah. Like it was no, it wasn't like strictly politics, oh. but it's like what what are your thoughts on this? Like we talked about like abortion, like gay rights, like all this stuff. Oh. And it was just like really interesting because like they were like Remember one, one time we brought up like euthanasia and we were like debating euthanasia for like 20 minutes. And it was just like, your friends are allowed to have different opinions than you. And I think that that's like a good thing to like be able to tell someone, you know what? Like, I don't agree with that. And like with him, like I told him, I was just like, he's like, I never like let anyone on. I'm like, that's, that's literally what you're doing. Like, even if you don't see it that way, like you might see it differently. This is how I see it. And like, there's no really any more place for interaction here so yeah you can do a whole episode on just like this idea of people thinking toxic meaning if you just disagree i feel like we are in a <laughs> yeah like don't be around negativity don't be around naysayers don't be around you know people that have opposing views as you and i think there's a lot of people out i think there's some validity in that due to the volume of people that are out there just like spewing words at the end of a screen mm -hmm. um because they're not actually going to stand behind that in the court of personal interaction right right like mm -hmm. you're a monster in the email 
but you're a nice person to my face. We all know them at work. We all, you know, we all see them on Twitter, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, I think you, you need a healthy amount of people around you that aren't just going to pitch you your party line. I mean, like, no, that was ridiculous. You're insane. Like, why the hell would you do that? Right. And I'm like, Oh, you care about me. We're friends. You would shoot me straight. Maybe this is something that I actually need to self-actualize. Mm-hmm. Or I've been dating. They're like, dude, I think you go to that chick. I was, was going like, to say that. I'm like, even your friend that yeah. said, like, are you sure that somebody, she wouldn't take it that way? Yeah. And if somebody that I didn't know called me out on ghosting, I was like, no, I don't ghost people. I like to pride myself in being nicer on the continuum. Like, I have my moments of selfishness and, you know, lack of kindness. But we're all humans. But, like, no, I don't actively try and ghost people. And it's like, well, what would you call that? And I, If it was a stranger, I'd be like... I don't know. See you. But, <laughs> I'm not yeah, you. Yeah, like, you're like, not, who are you're you? You're not my people. But when like, like one of your friends does yeah. say like, oh yeah, maybe it is. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. I think that's important to have friends though. Like, make you check yourself every once in a while. That'll tell you the kind truth. of hold you a little bit accountable for your actions. For sure. It's interesting because I think that. Oh man, I'm just thinking all sorts of things. I'm <laughs> thinking everything right now. I'm all of the thoughts. Too thick right now. I can't. Oh my god. <laughs> my gracious Lola hilarious yeah but yeah it's important that when you're saying those like honest things that you're doing that in the context of relationship because otherwise outside of that you just think like boy bye or like I don't need to hear this or that you're not wrong because you're just Mm -hmm. hearing that from somebody objectively so yeah it's interesting and in general if and I'm new at this whole relationship thing but if there's one thing relationship has taught me since I've tried to pursue it more seriously it, you become acutely aware of how selfish you are as an individual when you get into a relationship with somebody else and start realizing how they tick, mm-hmm. start seeing the delta or the change between the distance between how they tick and how you tick. And then you realize how you respond to things on an ongoing basis. Like, oh, that wasn't the most caring I could have been because I was tired. I know that this is what you needed or I think this is what you needed. And I just reacted this way, which I know probably led to you shutting down. Like you just become acutely more aware of your selfishness um, in that space. And like relationships in general, I think are like that. And so like, I would say that that's general adds to the complexity of like this online dating thing about like, at what point are you willing to expose yourself to that, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, But anyway, my tangent over, but (laughs) How There's many a lot of things in there. Have you been in since you're like a new to relationships? Uh, two. Okay. Um, two ever? Girlfriend? Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, like, does high school really count? Like, you're just running around trying to. Like, I think high school does count. People. Like, come on. I think high school counts. I wouldn't count any of mine because they weren't long term and they weren't meaningful. What's long term for you? Um, and what's like meaningful? actually being like actually dating for like we'll call it six months. Wait, what? Whoa, six. Oh my gosh. Like saying that you're dating at a basketball game and kissing afterwards and that's the extent of it, that doesn't count, does it? Okay. Difference between dating and being boyfriend and girlfriend? Oh. Oh, I would say that they're the same. You would say they they're are? the same or they're not? I mean, I guess there's always that little awkward, or there has been a like little awkward conversation. Defining the relationship? Yeah, I think dating first, then boyfriend, girlfriend. Okay, yeah. so when is it for you? I immediately take back what I said earlier when I said the same. That was stupid. Add it to the list. <laughs> okay. So, like, if you are seeing someone, let's, let's, let's just, like, from a guy's perspective, 
Uh-oh. If you're seeing, well, don't say, oh, that's can't. the whole point of having you on this episode. He's, he's so been nervous saying this for the men. entire episode, like, The entire episode. Hey, would you like to be the male perspective on our episode? Sure. From the guy's perspective, uh-oh. Every single question <laughs> you've asked him so far, he said that. So I don't know. Uh, I, just don't, wow. I just know that there like, are people that disagree with me. No, so. okay. that's exactly how I felt so, about doing this whole podcast. Yeah, that's yeah. just me telling Lola, like, who cares? Like, no one's ever going to agree with you. But from a male perspective, again, um, he's pampering himself. I caught him mid sip, so he couldn't say it. Um, If you are seeing someone, right? You guys like go on dates, like all this stuff. You're hanging out. When, like, are you like, oh, we like might be in a relationship? Like, how does that male process work? Is it like three dates, four dates, five dates? Like, or are you just kind of like? It's been six months. Now we can officially be a relationship. Like, how do you like distinguish that? I mean, I think for me in my mind, there's a, I'd say I, it, it will be hard to nail it down to a perfect formula of number of interactions. Mm-hmm. Cause a but day can, a day can be an hour or a day can be like, we were going to get a drink on a Saturday afternoon. And then we ended up doing dinner and then we did this activity and all of a sudden we hung out for seven hours. Like, yeah. is that one date or is that seven? Who knows? And, and that's the quality day. too, and the quality of conversation. Right. Is. So, like putting that framework together, like this is the structure that it's a transition from like hanging out to dating to boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. Um, so for me, it was kind of a trajectory of, um, and it requires some vulnerability, I think, between the two to pass from each kind of each gate, if you will, or each threshold. Um, dating is just someone that you go out with on a regular basis. In my opinion, that there's intentionality on getting to know more. You're excited about them. You like them. You think they like you. You're very uncertain about what the titles are, but you're having a good time and that's fine. Um, so that I would consider that as dating. Um, I think going out on a date and dating are separate. So if you're going on a date versus repeated dates, I think like dating is more important. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think for me, it was kind of that point where, not boyfriend girlfriend yet but there was a point in time where i was like hey significant other i'm really enjoying this i'm not seeing other people you don't have to say that to me but i want you to know that like i'm really into this and this is great that's kind of a a gate an Mm -hmm. informal gate and then i think the next one is a conversation between the two of us like i want to see you i don't want to see other people i want to be dating yeah that shit's hard though being vulnerable i don't like it makes me want to throw up barf yeah, it doesn't really align with our like millennial slash American individualistic, you know, brouhaha, I'm just going to conquer the world kind of thing. Yeah. Vulnerability is like the opposite of that. I think like the way I feel about it right now is just like, I don't, because like how I told you guys, like I'm, I'm like an all in type of person. So like, because I've been burned in the past, it makes me feel like I can't show you that vulnerability until like, I know that you're there because then that's when I'll feel comfortable. Like, being vulnerable with you and so it's like i could be there but like yeah like i want you to know that until you're there too yeah and then that's hard because it's like in order to be there you have to be vulnerable so it's this cycle of Mm -hmm. like who's gonna be vulnerable first and then you get in your head and then right into my life i'm a mess (laughs) but like in all honesty if the end outcome is a long-term relationship with someone that's meaningful and compatible with you 
like we're all ugly, right? Like we're all messy, right? Speak like for yourself. I was gonna be like, I am I'm beautiful. beautiful. Plus <laughs> I will tell you yours if, afterwards if you want a small glimpse into it. I got a notebook. <laughs> oh my um, god! Wow, damn. But no, like we're all we all have like quirkiness and for weirdness sure. for sure. But I would say it's about finding someone whose weirdness is not just okay, but you like it like you like that weird and even if you don't like it like you're willing to step into that and be like <laughs> no it's fine like we're, like there have been moments where like where we're at in our relationship my current girlfriend and i were just in like very different places yeah and like we talk about it and like things that she was stressing out about i thought were like kind of comical if we're being honest um but they were really impactful and like hurtful or like very emotionally charged topics Ooh. for her and like because I care about her, I was fine like moving past that. I mean, like, no, it's not a big deal. This is a big deal to you. I'll just change something or we can shift how this interaction goes. Right. That requires like a lot of vulnerability, like we were talking about. But you can be compatible on a lot of fronts with somebody and not have that. Yeah. And all the compatibility in the world, like you probably shouldn't be with that person for a long time. Mm -hmm. Dare I say like get married to that person, unless there's an appetite and a willingness from both parties for that to be the case. For sure. So like you're going to get hurt in relationships. The more you love someone, the more you get hurt by them. True. Mm -hmm. But it's also like the more you're willing to fight for that and the more they also need to be willing to fight for that. And sometimes like there are things that my girlfriend, I think appreciates that I am just like, I don't understand. I find them incredibly not productive compared to other things that we could spend our time on. Not that they're worthless. It's just like, I think there's a better utilization of X, Y, or Z we could do in this time. But because I care about her, I'm learning to try and prioritize that a little bit more and move it up in the, this is important because I know it's important to her. So even though it wasn't in my top five importances because it's in her top three, maybe it moves to four on my list instead of eight. And like finding Aww. somebody who you can do that with, I think is like, but there's vulnerability there because like there is, it, yeah. it was three for her the whole time. And for me, it was eight. So like <laughs> that means that I'm hurting her until Such she an tells me that thing, yeah. right? Like yeah. because we're misaligned by a lot. Yeah. Um, and the only way to figure that out is through vulnerable conversations up front. Very hard. Yeah. Or conversations after you hurt one another. Also hard. But I would say more common because those are going to happen. Yeah. The conversations may not happen. But you hurting one another when you don't have that conversation you may not even know it's a conversation needs to be had, so you don't have it, but you're going to hurt one another when you're misaligned. And, and then it's how you react once you do that. Right. So yeah. if you're finding people that are like not on the same page with you that you don't want to be vulnerable with, that's okay. Like back to that, you know, mm -hmm. but eventually we're all going to have to put our shields down a little bit and be willing to like, get a flesh wound like i'm not saying like run around the battlefield with no armor on being like it'll be fine the big neon sign yeah mm -hmm. like shoot me here you yeah. know it's like but you know we don't always have to be covered head to toe right yeah in armor right like okay. sometimes and everyone's all about like relationships being an equal playing field and i'm yes to both people coming at a relationship um but it, someone's got to put their guard down first um for sure. And then that needs to be reciprocated also. So like in those times, people get hurt. Like you can't avoid it. But yeah. from everything I hear at weddings, from the people that are dancing, have you been married 60 years or more? Go out on the dance floor. Like, 
those people, <laughs> they're all like, it's the hardest thing I've ever done and it's the best thing I've ever done. Right. Relationships so are like, hard. Yeah. It's yeah. work. And I think that sometimes people don't. It's work that you don't get paid for. Exactly. So people don't prioritize it. <laughs> exactly. Like their job. Yeah. 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 I'm preaching at myself. <laughs> yeah. No, relationships are hard. They're work. And I think that like, if you're at, I like, I agree. Like if you really care about someone, you're like, okay, like I'm willing to do this. Mm-hmm. Like this is like, quote unquote, like a sacrifice on your part because you might be giving up like a little bit of how you've ran your life up until the point of meeting this person. But like in your mind, like it's a worthwhile sacrifice because I'm reaping the benefits of having this person in my life. Yeah. The point you make is good though. Like I feel like you can't really, like compromise is vulnerable. Like you have to be vulnerable in order to have those compromises with someone. And like at some point, something needs to be talked about and it has to be vulnerable for you to like move in that direction towards like a healthy relationship. So how do you feel about being a guest on our podcast and your first podcast ever, Yeah, first right? podcast. As everyone I'm sure can guess, he's never been on one before. <laughs> That's a lie. Um, you did well. You did good. Weird. Yeah. I mean, we're just sitting in my living room. I'm running the risk of being late for a date. Sorry. Oh my God. <laughs> it's fine. We're sorry. Um, if this is the straw that breaks the camel's back, then there have been issues. Oh, no, do been, not say that. I have that. not been aware do of Do not okay. blame thinking that <laughs> your relationship issues. For the ending this of your relationship. Oh, my gosh. Or any of yours who are listening. I'll be sure to let everyone know whether or not I'm back on the apps oh by the time this God. is posted. Oh, God, don't say that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Come on. If you can't laugh about it, what can you do? <laughs> Well, thank you so much for joining us, and thanks, Jansen, yeah. for speaking. Yeah, thanks for on behalf me. of every single man on this earth. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I hope it did well, gentlemen. Uh, if you have negative feedback, please uh, share with others. I don't know. <laughs> share don't, with others, not with him. Yeah, don't tell me. I don't know. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, thank you so much. And then, like always, you can follow us on Instagram. Do you follow us on Instagram? Uh, I don't know. You will now. Will. You will now. You will now. Well, in the next 30 seconds. <laughs> um, so follow us on Instagram, just like he's about to do right now. And we will see you. <laughs> he's literally guys. pulling out his phone. <laughs> yes, I glared at him to say that. And we will see you guys on the next episode. <laughs> Bye, guys.